Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's show, my big idea is to provoke you to more deeply contemplate the purpose of your life. What is the meaning of your life? Why are you on the planet? Why are you alive? The more deeply you can contemplate these questions and get answers to them, the more enjoyable this experience of life will be. You will have a deep inner peace. You will have great clarity around your decision-making. You will have a sense of clear purpose and you will have the joy of waking up every day knowing that you are on the right path for you. Stick around. This show is predicated on the formula SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career after 20 years as a lawyer, I have been educating, inspiring, provoking audiences and individuals in a whole range of environments to discover and pursue passion. When you live your life with passion, life changes enormously. The self-awareness part is that it takes self-awareness to understand what your true passions are. I've helped people with my books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. I've spoken in one-hour presentations and three-day workshops and everything in between. I've coached teams. I've helped teams get along better together because they understand that each one of us has different passions and we each have the right to choose how we want to live our lives but then teams can achieve much more than individuals. So I've helped teams deal with this dichotomy of, hey, we're all weirdos, as you've heard me say in previous episodes, and we want to play a game together. We want to play football together. We want to build a dental practice together. We want to build a legal practice together. Reconciling those two ideas is what leadership is all about. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket, my passion red jacket. This is to remind you, for those of you who are watching and not just listening to the podcast, that when you see the colour red, it provokes you, inspires you to think about, are you pursuing your passion? I explore one big idea in each show because too many ideas confuse us. Too many yogurt choices means we don't choose any yogurt because we don't know what to choose. I share some practical resources with you, some humour, a quote, a book, a spiritual tip, a health tip, a song that can help you more deeply appreciate the one big idea that I'm sharing with you. This show is not politically correct. This show also is predicated on the basis that we have a soul, a spirit, 
a heart, because passion is a source of unlimited energy from your soul, your spirit, your heart, that enables you to produce extraordinary results. Whilst I talk about health, I'm also in favour of addictions, including my addiction for wonderful coffee. I love it, as you know. Mm. Now, today we'll have a little bit of humour early in the piece, since I'm drinking my coffee. It goes like this. I have one cup of coffee every morning to start the day off right. The other ones are to keep me out of jail, help me form sentences, and fuel my razor-sharp wit. (laughs) So, what's happened in the last week? Since the previous show, this is episode 44. So if you check the show online on the podcast, you'll also see all of the links to the earlier shows. So I hope you go back and visit those. I hope you go back and share those shows and share this show if you enjoy it with your networks. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast or the podcast, depending on how you like to take your information And also take the opportunity to visit our websites, covest.com and charlescovest.com. You can subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder on either of those websites. And those websites tell you in more detail the work that we do. Well, in the past week, we've had Joe Biden in action in America. We've had tennis players from all around the world arriving into Melbourne in quarantine, getting ready for the Australian Tennis Open. We've also had ongoing censorship, in particularly in America, but other places on the argument, I know, that we can't be, we can't be publishing fake news. Well, I have found the mainstream media is a shocking purveyor of fake news, much of it fake news. And the only place that you can get good information is from a vast source of news sources. But the censorship that's going on, we all must resist. I'm seeing the Victorian government with Daniel Andrews being totally non-transparent in its decision-making, in its wastefulness of spending and using the ridiculous line of commercial inconfidence, I bring to your attention that actions by government very, very rarely can be commercial inconfidence. And governments that are corrupt, governments that are grossly dishonest, keep pulling the commercial inconfidence hat out and say, no, no, there's nothing to see here. You're not entitled to see that. We are the taxpayers. We are entitled to see almost everything. So don't buy that nonsense that the Victorian government, that Daniel Andrews says, oh, commercial inconfidence, just trust us, we know what we're doing. They clearly do not know what they're doing. The news around vaccines right around the world is enormously complex. It is full of fake news. It is full of mis leading suggestions that this is that these vaccines are safe and effective keep your eyes peeled the victorian government here on the coronavirus we've got serena williams saying how wonderful it is that that victoria has no cases look at the price that we've paid and now daniel andrews 
wants to claim that his government's actions led to a wonderful outcome. Well, there's a clear principle at play that correlation is not causation. The fact that something happens doesn't mean it was caused by a particular decision. There's another issue in this whole coronavirus nonsense, and it's this, and it's the proportionate response. I've recently been studying Thomas Sowell, a wonderful, wonderful thinker, an American thinker, S-O-W-E-L-L, if you want to be inspired. And he says there are never solutions in running a country. There are only trade-offs. And my position is clear, as you know, that the responses to the coronavirus have been entirely disproportionate. I'll say it again, they are disproportionate responses. And what's going to happen if Victoria gets one or two cases? Are we going to shut borders again? You look at what hap- what's happening in America, I'm hearing right now, Texas and Florida have vastly, vastly different ways to handle this coronavirus than, say, California. You say, on what basis is that made? It's not science. It is politics. So I urge you to inform yourself on these matters, as I continue to do. And they all take time, and I know they take time. And that's why I give you the health and the spiritual tips, so that you can be in ever-improving shape, so that you're able to have the energy to do what you want to do, to do what you must do, to be able to make great decisions for your life, for the lives of your family members. While all these issues consume my thinking and Julie's thinking and the conversations, you'll be pleased to know that the exercise regimes continue and the care of body continues. However, I do love coffee and I do love beer. So last night I had fun at at the next door neighbour's 35th birthday party and uh, I have to say I consumed a little bit more alcohol and food than I wanted to. Anyway, sometimes I slip too. I'm not a. I'm not some sort of mad. Yeah, you know, look, I'm good on discipline, but not a hundred percent. And the other thing I want to mention that's happened this week is that children went back to school on Thursday and Friday, and I congratulate my number one granddaughter Miller for starting her schooling life. First day of prep was on Thursday, so she's had two days of prep so far. Congratulations to her. Good luck in your 13 years of your learning, or is it 12 years? Prep plus 12? Hmm, I think that's right. Now, to today's big idea. I want to explore some more thoughts on the purpose of your life. My subtitle for this week's show is Zoltan's Lesson. My father, Zoltan, good Hungarian name. You might have heard it in My Fair Lady, Zoltan Karpathy, the famous linguist. Anyway, Zoltan, famous Hungarian name. He, was, he and my mother that, uh, were refugees from Hungary in 1949. He arrived in Australia, couldn't speak the language. My mum couldn't speak the language. My mum's still alive. My dad died 13 years ago at the age of 83. And... He understood life. He was a philosopher, a thinker, a great carpenter and plumber and electrician. 
but over overwhelmingly he spent his life thinking about what makes this existence of ours worthwhile. And I remember I was the second of six children. At the age of 11, he would be talking to me about understanding values. What are the values that are important to me? What do I value? In other episodes of this show, I have explored values. But he was teaching me this. I didn't realize he was teaching me this. He was posing the question to me. What are your values? You need to understand your scale of values. What comes first? What comes second? What comes third? And Dad was not a guy, Zoltan was not a guy who spent his life talking about past exploits. He was busily exploring big ideas, big ideas for humanity. He was a great reader of history. He was a great reader of ideas of lots of other great thinkers, lots of philosophers. And he had some good mentors in his life. And he had to become a thinker to some degree because as a child, he was. it was predicted that he would die. He wouldn't last much past 15 years of age because he was so unhealthy. And so that's why in later years when he learned to look after his life, in 1963 he went to a, to a, a naturopath. There were only two in Melbourne at the time. That transformed the way that he looked after himself physically. Now, Dad was very big on exploring the purpose of why we are here. And I want to keep provoking you to be asking of yourself, why am I here? What is the meaning of my life? What is the purpose of my life? And Zoltan taught me, my dad taught me, a wonderful, wonderful purpose of life that I've that I have embraced and I found it to be wonderful. And that is that the purpose of my life is to learn and grow. I am here. This is a gift. You've heard me often say that. Life is a gift. I am here to learn and grow. Now, when we make a decision as to what purpose is, it impacts on all the other decisions that we make. It enables us to live life with a inner calm with an inner sense of knowing and bear in mind that you might make a decision around your purpose and you go hey that wasn't a sensible decision to make well you can change that purpose you're not stuck on that and the other interesting thing is that you are entitled to make this decision because we don't have an agreement amongst humanity about what the purpose of life is lots of other People say there's no no, no purpose of life. This is just a meaningless existence. You're here for 70, 80, 90 years and then you end. I say bullshit to that. I say as human beings, we have a consciousness, we have a soul, we have a spirit, and it makes absolute sense to us to say there must be some point to what we're here to do, the purpose of this existence. So let me explore with you, let me show you how, having made this decision that my purpose in life is to learn and grow, how does that impact on crucial matters? Well, firstly, when I, in 1993, when I decided to change career, I had a very successful career as a lawyer. I was the head of commercial law in the 10th biggest law firm in Australia. I loved being a lawyer. 
Well, if my purpose is to learn and grow, to some degree I had done very well in the law, and then I was inspired to become a passion provocateur. So if my purpose was to become rich, then I would never have given away that legal career. But going into a whole new career as a professional speaker, as a provocateur, as an educator, bang, that's an opportunity to learn and grow massively. The second area, I am heavily involved in industrial hemp. I'm the chief executive officer of a company that makes the world's best hemp processing machinery. That is a scary thing to do that I chose to do eight years ago whilst doing this work. So I'm involved in four businesses and six charities and lots of other things. And that's why I have to keep myself healthy and fit because I want to keep learning and growing and hemp as a crucial element in preserving human freedom, and that's another conversation, I would learn and grow massively by helping to grow the industrial hemp industry globally. So that's why I chose to do it, because it's consistent with my life purpose of learning and growing. Example number three, divorce. As I say to people, I've been successfully married three times and now I'm married to my third and final wife. But getting divorced is expensive, is stressful. On the other hand, sticking in a relationship that is not working for one or two parties doesn't make sense at all. So it's better to learn and grow through the trauma of divorce to pursue one's life in a way that... that seems more sensible. So when my purpose is to learn and grow, then divorce doesn't become so scary. Fourthly, I constantly make the decision, I make the distinction between health and wealth. I would rather be healthy than rich. I would I put my health ahead of my wealth. Why? Because my ability to learn and grow is deeply related to my health. If I'm unhealthy, there's not much learning and growing to be done because the unhealthy state requires too much energy. The fifth example is government imposition on us on taking away our freedom. Now, you can make the decision, I just want to get out there and make money. That's my sole purpose in life. Well, I say no. I say being human and preserving our freedoms is crucial. And that learning and the fighting back against unfair, unwarranted, inappropriate government restrictions will will certainly help me learn and grow. So I'm not scared to take on government. I'm not scared to push back against government decisions, dictates, unfair rules, immoral rules, unconstitutional rules. Your choice of your life purpose would give different answers to each of those five examples that I've given to you. My point is that it's worthwhile, it's hugely beneficial to you to spend time thinking about this. What is the point of your life? The quality of your thinking around the purpose of your life, the meaning of your life, is also influenced by how well you have informed yourself, how comprehensively informed are you about life, about life matters, about our planet, about the universe, about philosophy. And as your learning journey continues, 
that may well lead to you making a different decision around what your life purpose is. But making the decision liberates you to live life in a magnificent way. So I urge you to spend the time to do it. Now, my second joke for the day, very relevant to this purpose, is that perhaps as you're thinking about your life purpose, your sole purpose in life is to serve as a warning to others. <laughs> no, no, that was a bit tongue-in-cheek, but, but think about it. What are you here for? My quote is from James Allen's book of the early 20th century, As a Man Thinketh, and it goes like this. I love that book, by the way. If you haven't, I don't know if I've recommended it in the past. It might be a second recommendation book. And the quote goes like this. The vision that you glorify in your mind, the ideal that you enthrone in your heart, this you will build your life by, and this you will become. Ponder that. And my spiritual tip this week is to meditate on the question, spend time specifically meditating quietly on this question. Why am I alive? My health tip this week is a story around Julie. And Julie has had a sore heel for quite some months. So I found a chiropractor, Simon Floriani, through one of my friends, Graham Little. And Julie has gone to visit Simon and she's having a whole different experience around the heel. And it's not the heel. The heel is a symptom of causes up her leg, up her thigh, up her back. And the point is that if you have health problems that seem to be intractable, get answers elsewhere. There are lots of suppliers of health solutions, people who understand your body body in different ways because the body is so complex. So I urge you, don't just stick to the same advisor if you're not getting the solutions that you want. My song for this week is Whitney Houston's Greatest Love of All. And I find myself, every time I hear the words of that song, thinking about this question, why is loving yourself the greatest love of all? And secondly, honouring who you are and your decision around life purpose enables you to truly embrace the words of the song. Everybody searching for a hero. People need someone to look up to. I never found anyone who fulfilled my needs. A lonely place to be, and so I learned to depend on me. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadows. By the way, I'm not singing this because I can't sing Whitney. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I'll live as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all is happening to me. I found the greatest love of all inside of me. The greatest love of all is easy to achieve. Learning to love yourself. It is the greatest love of all. Listen to the words of that song and be inspired 
to learn to love yourself. Lastly, my book of the week is by John D. Martini. And since I've been talking about spiritual matters, about the purpose of life and career change and giving away a big income as a lawyer, John D. Martini's book I have found to be an excellent exposition on the question of how to make one hell of a profit and still get to heaven. On the back of the book, John says, Welcome to the world of greater profits and heavenly riches. So, that's it. Think about this week's big idea and how it can make a massive difference to your life experience. When you're clear about why you are alive, why you are on the planet. Again, I invite you to visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com, subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder, invest in the books Passionate People Produce, Passionate Performance, come on the Self-Awareness and Passion Quest. And until next week, may you live a life of purpose, of passion, of embracing challenges, and enjoying the gift that we have on this planet at this moment in time, this gift of life. Thanks for being with us this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please share it with others, and I look forward to being with you next week. Bye. Bye.